Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of My Naked Mindset. I'm your host, Janae Ledger. Thank you for tuning in today. This is episode number 67. I appreciate you following along the podcast. If you have been here since the beginning, I appreciate you. If you're kind of catching up or have listened to the past few episodes or if this is your first time listening. This podcast is all about... You know, just being your true raw self. Um, I love interviewing people from all different backgrounds, just having all different types of stories. And I think it's just so fun to hear the different perspectives and experiences people go through. And of course, I am dedicated to, you know, sharing my stories and being my real vulnerable self as well. And the main topics we talk about are intimacy, relationships, dating, mental health, and, you know, everything in between. So I hope you guys enjoy and follow along. I would love to connect with you on social media. My um, handles are at My Naked Mindset on all of your social media networks, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, So let's connect. I would love to, you know, chat with you or if you want to hear me chat about any certain topics. So today's topic is going to be similar but a little bit different from episode number 51, which was the ghosting episode that I did with Brenda. And so we shared, you know, some of her experiences with ghosting and, you know, some of mine as well. And... Uh, My guest actually reached out to me because she has a podcast all about ghosting. So we were like, you know what, let's do another episode together. And this one's kind of going to be a little bit more in depth of, you know, being ghosted in the dating world. And so she is, you know, she kind of specializes in, you know, helping people heal after being ghosted. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. And without further ado... Here's my guest. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I have a very special guest today. She is a mindset coach and she is the host of Coping with Ghosting podcast. And her podcast is all about dedicating to dedicated to helping people heal after being ghosted. Everyone, please welcome to the show, Greta. Hello, I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Of course. I am so glad that you reached out to me and we connected and here we are doing a podcast together. So welcome to the show. I'm so glad that you are here. Um, I just want to know all about, you know, kind of how you started your podcast and what inspired you. So let's start there. Yeah. Well, let's just say that I've been ghosted one too many times and I have dealt with it in really unhealthy ways. Like I'm talking way too much cookie dough, ice cream, tequila, um, feeding myself up emotionally. And I have worked so hard to cultivate a healthy mindset in general, but especially around being ghosted. And I just want to give a disclaimer to listeners that I am not a mental health professional, but I have come up with tried and true ways to help people heal. I love that. 
That is such a good, and it, excuse me, it is so hard because it's like, we were just saying before the podcast, it is so easy to just ghost. And with technology these days, like I always think back in the day when people were dating, it was probably like you had to like drive to their house if they weren't like answering their house phone. Like it's really wild to think about back in the day. It was so easy to just like never talk to someone again. But nowadays it's like we have the technology. It's so easy to get in contact with people. Right. So it's it can be definitely tricky. And I think it's it's definitely super cool that you really um kind of base your whole podcast around ghosting because it is such a it's I hate to say it but it's like a a trending thing that people just think is Mm -hmm. is totally fine and it's hard it's it's really mentally exhausting when you're like getting to know someone and you get excited like oh I'm talking to this new person and then all of a sudden it just like cuts off and they just never speak to you again it's it's it sucks it's the worst it is It's so hard. So now let me ask you this, because I am curious, because I feel like people have like different, I guess, timelines on ghosting. So what would you say is your definition? So like, if someone is talking and they haven't met yet, and then they just completely cut off, do you consider that ghosting or? I call that micro ghosting. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Okay. So you're kind of talking and then all of a sudden they just like drop off micro ghosting. Right. Now, if you go on like one date and then maybe you talk once after and then they never text you back, do you can do you think that's ghosting? Yes, I do. But let's say that both parties just kind of drop off communication. Like for example, if um I've been on a date, one date with a guy, and then I said, that was a great date. And he said, Yeah. And then we both never wrote to each other again. Mm-hmm. I don't consider that ghosting. I felt like we were just both like, okay, that wasn't a connection. And we didn't really have to yeah. explain it to each other. But if I had said that was a great date, how's your day going? And he just never wrote back. That would be ghosting. Yes. I'm with you. Cause mm-hmm. I have been in both situations. Like I've been in the situation where it's like, we're talking back and forth for like two weeks and like, we're going to make we make a plan and then it doesn't end up happening. And then we reschedule and then it didn't happen again. And then I was like, I was bummed because I was like, our conversations were really intense and like really, really deep. And I was like, I mean, I don't think it's technically ghosting, but it does still like sting a little because I was excited about the date. And then it's like canceled the day of, which is the worst. Like I get things happen, but it's like, come on were you just like nervous the whole time to like hang out you know what I mean absolutely right like you don't really know why and actually that's that's what I want to share today I want to share actionable ways to really heal after being ghosted just five things that you can do now um and before I get into that I do want to be like you said, on the same page about the definition of ghosting. So I'm using the Oxford Dictionary's definition for this conversation. And it's the practice of ending a personal relationship with someone by suddenly and without explanation, withdrawing from all communication. And so I want to lead with the caveat that if you're in an abusive relationship and you have to leave without a goodbye, that's not ghosting. That is self-protection. 
And yeah. And if you set a boundary and then the person you're with clearly violates that boundary and you need to leave without a goodbye, that's self-respect and that's not ghosting. 100%. I couldn't agree more. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And circling back to what you were saying about, you know, was he nervous to meet? Um, my first tip for listeners is to stop assuming that, you know, why this happened. So unless your ghost comes back from the dead and tells you honestly and truthfully, and you actually really believe and trust them, then you really don't know why you were ghosted. And I know that is so incredibly frustrating. And it's because we, we like knowing things, right? Like we like Googling everything. We want reasons. Um, you know, yeah. And when I was ghosted, so I was ghosted about 10 years ago by this guy that I was seeing and it, it didn't make any sense to me. He had invited me on a trip throughout a whole bunch of States on the East coast for several days. And I told him I couldn't go and he never spoke to me again. And that was really strange to me because I knew he liked me enough to invite me right. on a huge vacation. I was, I was honestly, I was just flabbergasted and I thought he died. I looked for, um, his name on Google. And then I wrote the word obituary Yep. or like death. Cause I just, I honestly thought he died. And, you know, we're so used to Googling things and getting a good answer that, right. Like I never thought about it that way, but it's so true. We always want to know, we want to know more info, right? Our brains liked closed loops. Yeah. And so I just want you to know that it's okay not to know and just really try to not assume why this happened because there's so many reasons that people ghost. In fact, I have a whole podcast, like why do people ghost? I have a whole podcast that does answer this question. Um, but never assume it's because of something you did And that, that actually leads me to, to my next point. Um, which is don't blame yourself. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's never helpful to blame yourself. You are not at fault for somebody else's crummy behavior. Yes. It's not you. It's them. That's what I always say. Mm-hmm. Amen. <laughs> you are not responsible for somebody else's lack of communication skills. You didn't ask for this to happen. You didn't cause it and you do not deserve it. 100%. It's, it's really a bad communicator and think about it at the end of the day. I always try to put it into, into perspective. If you were dating this person, right. And you guys were in a fight, you were in an argument and they're not communicating their feelings or how they, you know, interpreted this conversation. You don't want a bad communicator. You want someone that's going to always be able to communicate their feelings and what's going on in their head or, how they feel about you. You want a, a good communicator, right? I mean, that's like a, a massive part of a, any relationship, you know, romantic or just a friendship. And I think that's just, it's a crucial part of, of just your relationship. So I always 
put it back to you don't want a bad communicator and if they they ghost you that's horrible communication right absolutely yeah you you deserve to be with somebody who is emotionally and physically available to you and who will stick with you through the challenging times and work with you to find solutions you're a team and a partnership um so yeah so true. Um, and then I just wanted to let everyone know that please be gentle with yourself and have self-compassion because you couldn't have predicted this. Right. I mean, there's no way to tell the future. Unfortunately, I really wish there was, but, <laughs> um, you know, there are red flags and oftentimes there aren't red flags. But I just want you to know that if you do feel like you did something to drive this person away, I want you to challenge that thought. Uh, you really don't know why they left. And, but what you do know is that by suddenly disappearing from your life, this person showed you that they are unable to have a mature relationship with you. Yes. And that's, that's a huge factor in it too. It's like, they didn't have the respect to give you like just a simple quick, Hey, like, I don't know, see this moving forward. I don't, you know, I didn't feel that chemistry going on. You know, I just don't see this moving to a romantic relationship. It's a simple, it can be so simple. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Exactly. And even for people who are in long-term relationships, these principles still apply to you as well. Um, because yeah, this happens on, this can happen in friendships and romances that are just blossoming in six months, a year, this can happen at any point. So just know that it's whatever it is, this is not your fault. Yeah. I think that's such a good thing to think about really. Mm -hmm. And then moving on to my next tip, I, I know it sounds so cliche, but it's really important to feel to heal. So we're going to feel sad and hurt. We can feel angry and embarrassed and shocked and confused and helpless and scared. And I mean, I was scared because I thought he died. Right. So that was the fear for me. This is just extremely, it can be extremely traumatic for sure. Yeah. So again, be gentle with yourself. And when your feelings do arise, um, recognize them, honor them and move through them in a healthy way. I mean, you have feelings for a reason. They're here to help you navigate your life. And there's a Harvard brain scientist named Dr. Jill Bolt Taylor, and she's studied this and said that it takes about 90 seconds to identify an emotion and allow it to dissipate while you notice it. So if you, yeah, I know. Right. Fun fact, 90 seconds. So just let, just know that if you're feeling something like really super intense and your emotion is popping up, like you're really angry, label it as anger. 
say, I'm feeling angry, but don't judge it as like a bad thing or a good thing. Just experience it in the moment and take some deep breaths and hug yourself. Maybe, um, you know, even if you're, if you are really angry, cause that's just perfectly normal. Right. I'm yeah. Just, it, t- totally. yeah. Just take some ice, throw it against a shower wall, or you could even, you know, scream in your car or go on a run. Let these feelings move through you. Um, I just want you to know that this is all okay to feel this way. And once you have calmed down a little bit, just ask yourself, like, you know, what can I do to feel better now? Like, do I need to eat something or drink something or take a nap? Check in with your body or even call a friend. I just don't want the emotions to get stuck inside of you and all bottled up. Right. It's important to like, let those out really reflect within yourself. And like, just, I love, I love that tip of just really feeling a feeling and kind of letting it go through your body and just being like, okay, you know, I'm feeling this way and, and really just checking in with your, with your body, I think is a huge thing that a lot of people don't really like do and recognize. Mm -hmm. I love that. It's so important. I take a really holistic approach to looking at this because, right? Like everything is going to influence your mood, your movement, your food, you know, sleeping, all of that. So it's important to treat yourself really well after you've been through something like this. That's a really good tip. Mm -hmm. The next one is protect your space. I don't want this ghost to haunt you. (laughs) Okay. I've certainly let the ghost haunt me and here, here's how I've messed up. Well, (laughs) uh, Venmo app, I like see them pop up on Venmo. So I have to unfriend them on Venmo or I'll see them like paying other people like girls. And I'll be like, Oh, what dude, like you're, you stopped talking to me, but now you're paying this other chick with a heart. Like, okay. Um, I would say definitely block or unfollow them or limit, uh, your visibility to them on all social media. And this is an act of self-care. Oh, 100%. It will improve your mental, your mental health. I think for sure. Yeah. You're constantly refreshing and looking at their stuff. It's like a cycle and it's, it's hard to kind of move out of that sometimes when you're just like, tunnel visioning into that person. I know. I know. And it's easier said than done. And some people aren't ready to do this immediately, but please know the sooner you do, the better you'll feel. Definitely. So um, if you have pictures of them on your phone, please delete those. If you have items that are theirs at your house, then just put them in a box, put them in the basement, um, put them on your doorstep, like have put them in a free box outside. Just do, you don't want things that are going to trigger you and make you upset again. So again, protect your space. The goal is to eliminate as many things as possible that remind you about your ghost across all platforms. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. All right. So my final tip 
is to fill your time with healing activities. So, I mean, one of the things that I did all those years ago when I was ghosted in just such a brutal way was I cried. I listened to, uh, the songs that we had listened to on repeat. I wallowed in self-pity and that's all okay. Right. Like for maybe one, two, three days, but no, I was, (laughs) I was doing that for a very, very, very long time. I wasn't healthy. I, I was stuck, but I'm here to tell you that the sooner you do things that you love and the thing and surround yourself with the people that you love and who are consistently there for you, the better you're going to feel. So here's the tip, make a list of all the healthy things that you love to do. So my list includes singing, reading a good book, watching YouTube videos that are pranks. <laughs> Cause I like laughing every Love single that. day. Um, I like walking barefoot on the beach and just write it out and put it on your bathroom mirror and then make sure you do one of those things every single day. Yes. Mm-hmm. I love that idea too. Cause it, cause it is hard. It's like, it's essentially kind of like going through a breakup, right. And yes. in a lot of situations and you have to, you know, I think what you said when you mentioned like have a few days, you know, kind of be in your feelings, let it all out, vent, cry, do whatever you're going to do. And then try to slowly move on from that because obviously we don't want to be in that for too long. I mean, obviously feel your feels, do whatever you need to do. But I think allowing yourself to, to be in that for a couple days and then kind of say, you know what, I'm going to wake up tomorrow and I am going to do one of those things on my list that I enjoy. Cause that's going to make me really happy. So I love that. That is such good advice. And I think, I think my listeners are really going to like love these tips. I mean, really these can be in so many different situations. Like you were saying, like you could have a friendship, um, ghosting situation like it can be romantic it can be even a family member if you have mm-hmm. something going on with a family member and I think really just allowing yourself to you know be in that happy mood and I also think a good tip is write like when you said writing things that you like doing I think writing things that just make you happy I remember I did that once and it was just like my dog makes me happy. The beach mm-hmm. makes me happy. Um, you know, being around my friends, you know, having a FaceTime date with one of my friends that lives far away, just little things that just put a smile on your face. And you can just look at that note and just, oh yeah. Okay. All of these things just make me so happy. And I'm going to go reach out to that friend that, you know, I love to FaceTime and just, just kind of put yourself back in that headspace of that person wasn't for me. I am going to be, I'm going to be okay. And Mm -hmm. there's someone else out there. That's so much better for me. Exactly. This too shall pass. The person who ghosted you is not the right match. The, the right person would never, ever do this to you. You are lovable and you can get through this. You will get through this stronger and have healthy and loving relationships. It's important that you choose yourself and you choose the people that choose you. Yes. 
that just reminded me, I think a huge factor in this as well is don't chase them because oh yeah, that is just, you want someone that wants you. I think at the end mm-hmm. of the day, you will know. I always hear that phrase. It's like, if you're, if you are dating someone and you're confused that if they like you or not, it's probably a no. If you have no questions, they're validating you. They're giving you what you need. They're showing up for you. They're, you know, communicating, they're hanging out with you. And they say, you are not going to be confused. You know, that, you know, that person likes you. Yeah, exactly. It's a heck yes or a heck no. <laughs> yes. And it's, it can be a, it's, I mean, dating nowadays, it's hard. It's not easy, but I think looking from the the big picture, you know, you're trying to find your person or no, I guess, depending on what situation you're in, maybe you're looking for a hookup. Maybe you're looking for your husband, but no matter what you're looking for, you know, it's, it's going to be a little bit of work sometimes and you got to get to your end goal, no matter what that looks like for you. And, um, with that being said, do you have like a bad ghosting story that you could share with us? So, I mean, I just have so many, this is the thing. It's that it was, there wasn't one specific one that, um, I can think of that was like the worst. I mean, I think the worst one was the one I, I shared, with you, which is just, you know, we were seeing each other. I really, really, really liked him. And he, you know, invited me on this huge trip. And then I couldn't find him anywhere. Like I texted him, I emailed him. I didn't see any posts from him on social media. I thought he had died. And then a little while later, he posted a picture of a cheeseburger on social media. And I was like, what? (laughs) And then a few months later, I saw that he was engaged and yeah, that, yeah. So that was kind of like, okay, the nail in the coffin. And I, I didn't have the skills at that time in my life to, I mean, I just, my self-esteem got lower because of this thing, but in reality, like looking back on this 10 years later, I think that had nothing to do with me. That says everything about him. It doesn't say anything about me. I was fine. I was great. He wanted to go on a trip with me. There's nothing I did that was wrong. And now I'm like, this is not cool behavior. There's, I mean, a lot of people have trouble getting over the person that ghosted them, but really it's, it's possibly the most unattractive thing a person could do. Right. 100%. Um, that, that is so, so strange. And then you think of all like the what ifs, right. And you're like, yeah, what if I did do something? What if I said something that exactly, but at the end of the day, it's like, that's on them for being a bad communicator. If the, if I did say something that offended or hurt you, I would want them to tell me that, not just fall off the face of the earth, right? Because communication, right. it's the most important thing in a relationship. Um, right. What would you say is, like, instead of ghosting, thing like a way to kind of say to the person that you're seeing or dating, like, hey, mm-hmm. this is not working. Do you have, like, a few... Um, tips of what you can say to someone? Uh, 
Yeah, I would definitely, I would be honest. I know it's hard and it feels awkward, but I would just say, you know, thanks. I had a nice time with you, but I really didn't feel the connection I need to move forward. And I wish you all the best. Yes. Nice and simple. And, and I think just being honest, like how can someone fault you for that? Right. I've only, Oh, they can. I I've mean, been they, called names. <laughs> really? Oh, like, absolutely. Like, straight up with them. I only, yeah. had, I only had that happen to me one time. Every other time that I, you know, kind of said, hey, I'm not feeling it. Um, I only got one bad response. And he was like, oh, well, I didn't like you anyway. Bye. Yeah. And I was like, okay, like, bye. I was just, you know, I was just being straight up with you. So, um, but I think at the end of the day, as long as you're being honest, it's like, you know? Yeah. You'll feel good about the way you showed up. Exactly. You'll feel like you did the right thing and that's all that matters. And who cares what they think or say, like, you know what, you were just, you were just standing in your truth. Yeah, no, that's so true. Um, now do you have any, like, so do you work with, so you're a mindset coach. Do you work with people that are like in ghosting situations with your clients? 100%. That is exactly what my coaching is about. I, okay. I hesitate to say ghost coach, but that's really what it is. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So do you run into a lot of, of your clients that have been in like a relationship sort of ghosting situation? All the time. Really? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Do they ever find out why the other person did that? Do you ever, is it like a reoccurring same situation? They do find out sometimes it, it really depends. It's a really across the board. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's wild. Mm-hmm. And is there any, um, what would you say is like the, the most common question you get asked about why? like the thing or like, why, why was I ghosted? Hmm. Why did this happen? Um, why did this happen to me? How could this happen to me? That kind of, those kind of things. Yeah. 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 And it can be hard. It's like, why is this happening? And it, it's, and when you're in the dating situation, right. It's like you go on a date and then you get ghosted and then it's like, it happens again. And it can get so, you can get so burnt out. And I, you know, I was even burnt out at times when I was dating, you know, I was on dating apps for years trying to find my person. And I think a really good rule of thumb is check in with yourself, right. And say, you know what, I'm feeling really burnt out from dating right now. I'm going to take a break. And I think that is totally okay to have yourself a mental break and just enjoy yourself. Maybe go out with your girlfriends and no matter how much time that is, don't even put a timestamp on it. Just say, you know what, when I'm feeling more myself and I'm feeling like I'm kind of ready to get back in the dating game, whether that's one month, two months, a year, no matter what the timing is, I think allow yourself to just feel what your body is telling you and say, you know what, I'm going to just do me for whatever the time frame is. And I think it's fair to do that. I love that. That's such great advice. And I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah. I mean, I, like I said, I had to take so many so many breaks. It was just like, you know what? I need some time to myself and just enjoy life and not have to like stress out about 
when I'm going to find my person. Cause like, like I said, it can be, it can be exhausting, but I always say dating should also be very, very fun. <laughs> I agree. And when you're on, you know, I always with dating recommend trying to get something more than just a date. I don't know how to explain this very well, because, um, I guess what I'm trying to say is get a good song from the person, like ask them for some TV show recommendations or a book recommendation or have, or go, go do something that you haven't ever tried before for a date. Just try to live in a different experience on your date so that if they do end up ghosting you, then at least you learn something or done something new and fun or gotten some great advice from them about something that they could possibly get good advice on. (laughs) Like maybe a song I guess I like to learn new things and treat it as just a a life experience. I love that advice. Oh my God. I, I'm thinking to myself right now of all the things, even if I talked with someone for a couple of weeks, I learned something from them, no matter small or large or just about like their experiences. And I think that is valuable, Mm -hmm. you know, just get something interesting out of it or learn something new. I love that. Right. Um, one guy introduced me to my favorite band. I didn't even know they had existed and really? yeah. Awesome. And, and then he ghosted me. And then by the way, when they ghost, you can call them out. I even created a guide about what to say. That's on my website, copingwithghosting.com. I co-wrote it with a mediator. Um, in this case, I, so he just, he stopped responding to any of my texts and I was so horrified and I knew he was an Eagle scout. And so I texted him and I was like, I'm surprised you haven't texted me back. I thought you were an honorable Eagle scout. And he wrote back and he apologized. I mean, he is a grown man, but I knew that that was one of his biggest accomplishments. So (laughs) See, I like that. So actually that just reminded me, you are going to love this story, I think. So one of my girlfriends, she was like talking to this guy, went on a few dates um, and and all of a sudden he kind of just like didn't answer her for a while. So she thought of a really funny idea. So get this. She literally had a milk carton, right? She photoshopped his face onto it and sent it to him and said something of the fact of like, if it like, oh, you know, my friend is lost. If you find him, please let me know. Or something like really like funny. And then he actually responded because he thought it was funny. And he was like, haha, that's really <laughs> clever. And so I think that is another way to be like, hey, like make it funny, right? Because like maybe they'll respond, but at the end of the day, it's like yeah. they're not, they're not your person if they're not going right. to communicate with you. Right. And I would say never expect a response from a ghost, never expect an apology. Just, just know that what they did was, it was unfortunate and that you can get past this without getting an apology from them. Okay. Definitely. Yeah. Or even a reply. So, yeah, I totally agree. Um, now do you have any other, like, little tidbits or tips on, you know, say if someone just got ghosted, you know, they're kind of going through ghost after ghost, like maybe some just things that they can do for themselves or, you know, if they are burnt out tips on what, how to like handle yourself. 
Yeah, these are such good questions. So if you're constantly being ghosted, I would study some of the red flags of ghosts. So, I mean, just if you notice that they take a really long time, like days to respond to your text messages, or if they are um, unable to see you pretty quickly after you meet on a dating app and they just want to talk, but they don't want to actually, um, meet in real life. Those are kind of red flags. Like, are, are you looking for a pen pal or an actual relationship in person with a person (laughs) and not a catfish? Right. So, um, also, you know, I would recommend what are some other red flags? Love bombing is a really big red flag. Okay. So that's when somebody comes on extremely strong. They, they have grand gestures. Like maybe they'll get you a necklace if you're uh, like, or whatever, a huge gift on your second date. Um, they want to pay for everything. They maybe want to take you on a huge trip. Um, and it's just like, they sweet talk you and make you feel like the coolest person in the world. Um, though that's actually a red flag. Unfortunately, I know it's confusing to know the difference, but of what's like normal excitement versus love bombing, but love bombers ultimately will ghost you. It's just like a method of control. It's really bad. Yes. Oh, I've had that so many times and calling you pet names really quickly. I think is a huge red flag. Like if someone throws out babe too early, I'm just yeah. like, oh, no, <laughs> like that yeah. is really a, oop, that's a red flag, Janae. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so just look out for the red flags, get to know them. And also, um, I would just, you know, um, if somebody is like really feeling down in the dumps right now about being ghosted and, you know, okay, there's a few things I would recommend you do one join my Facebook group. It's called coping with ghosting. It's amazing. People support each other. Um, we're a community that's strong with people that have all been through this. Okay. So we all know what's, what's going on and we can support you there. Um, talk to your friends and family, people you trust who will not judge you for being ghosted. Okay. That's important because there is unfortunately a stigma around this. And what's true is that it's not your fault. And it's actually the ghost is the one who has the issue. We, we know that, but not everybody else realizes that. And so, um, talk to those people, talk to a therapist. You can talk to me. I offer coaching sessions. And, um, I think just getting your feelings out, feeling those feelings, but feeling supported by others will really help you realize that you're actually, you're not alone in this people. Almost everybody has been ghosted. I don't know a single person who hasn't been. So, um, know that there is hope and that you can get through this. Yes. Those are such good tips. I love that. Thank you for sharing those. Yeah. Um, any last ideas or thoughts before we get into our game? Yeah, no, I just, I think that that pretty much sums up most of everything of what I wanted to say. It's just that 
you have to put yourself first and you can and will get through this. You are so worthy of love and it's, it's going to be okay. I love that. Perfect. Perfectly said and choose someone who want, like who will want you and you don't have to beg for it. Right. You should just be loved exactly how you want to be. And you don't have to beg or chase someone to do that. Right. It should just exactly. be natural and easy. Um, so yeah, that's, that's, that's my, uh, little advice to just keep going and push to find your person. Yes. Awesome. Are you ready for a game? I'm so excited. Okay. So this is called this or that. So you just pick whichever one you prefer. Okay. So the first one is coffee or smoothie. Definitely smoothie. Love. (laughs) Yeah. Um, do you prefer cake or pie? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Uh, probably pie. (laughs) I'm thinking key lime pie and peanut butter and chocolate pie and yeah. And apple pie. So (laughs) that's a good call. I do love pie. Yeah. Um, pizza or pasta? Definitely pizza. Yes, girl. Yeah. yeah. Um, would you rather live in a zoo or live in an amusement park? Amusement park. I would be on that roller coaster every day. <laughs> I love it. That would be, wouldn't that be cool? That would be so much fun. I, could, sh- <laughs> I, I literally wouldn't even have to put a list of things I love on my mirror because I could just wake up and do everything I love. Right? <laughs> yeah. So cool. Yeah. Um, would you rather direct a music video or direct a photo shoot? Whoa, <laughs> that's a good question. Um, probably a photo shoot. It might be a little, a little bit easier for me. <laughs> it would be super cool. Yeah. Um, this one is so hard. And I, every time I ask this, I'm like, I don't even know what my answer would be, but ability to talk to animals. Or the ability to control weather. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Hold on. Um, Whoa. Probably control weather. um, Only because then it could really help the drought in California go away. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Or if it's like raining and it's like a wedding, you could just be like sunshine. And it's, yeah. I mean, that's always my thought. And then snowstorms that like, if you have to be somewhere, you can just like stop the snow from happening. Exactly. Um, the next one is, would you rather create a new language or create a new holiday? A holiday. (laughs) Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And everybody would get the day off too, by the way. (laughs) Yes. That's so fun. Um, would you rather glow pink when you're attracted to someone or glow red when you, when someone annoys you? (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Like your your whole body would glow red or pink. I I got it. Um, probably glow red because I just want to play it cool when I'm attracted to somebody. (laughs) Yes. Um, personal chef or personal housekeeper? 
I've thought about this question. Um, gosh, I would say personal housekeeper because it's good to put my hands on the plants, the plants that I eat, which are my vegetables, because I feel like that's earthing and grounding. Oh, that's a good way to put it. Mm-hmm. Now, do you prefer to go on like an activity date, like bowling, movies, axe throwing, or a dinner date? Oh, I would rather, well, you know what? I think a dinner date, because then we could be more focused on the conversation as opposed to the activity, especially early on. That's a good point. Kind of get to know each other more. Yeah. Would you rather live without movies or live without music? Movies. Yeah, I love music. I have to listen to it all day long. So I think that would be sad. (laughs) Yes, I agree. Um, Would you rather wear ball gowns every single day for the rest of your life or wear swimwear every single day for the rest of your life? Ball gowns. It's way more elegant. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's a good answer. Um, Do you prefer chocolate or flowers? Chocolate, please. (laughs) <laughs> yep that's it the end <laughs> I love flowers but chocolate's just too good yeah best. and then the last one is sunrise or sunset definitely sunset because I cannot wake up that early <laughs> that's fair that's yeah. yeah well this was a blast you had such great tips and thank you so much for being here today um let my listeners know where they can connect with you Yeah. So you can find me on Instagram. I'm at coping with ghosting. Again, I mentioned the Facebook group it's at coping with ghosting, and then you can download my free guides, what to say to your ghost or, um, my coping with ghosting guide and all of that and more my podcast information. It's all at my website, copingwithghosting.com. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here. It was such a pleasure chatting with you today. I had a great time and I'm so happy that I can share these healing tips with your listeners. Remember, it's not you, it's them. I hope you guys enjoyed this conversation with Greta. Definitely feel free to reach out to her and connect with her. And you know where to find me on all your social media networks, at My Naked Mindset, and my personal is at Jazzy Janae May. I would love to connect with you and maybe have you on the podcast. So definitely feel free to connect with me and also join my free Facebook group at My Naked Mindsetters. I would love to connect with you there for some free content, some memes, some fun conversations, and advice. I love you all. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Bye.